than that. All right. I don't know if the RAN is out there. I think they're on remote today. Gordon and Davey on the ticket. Hey, guys. Good hey. morning. Sports. Where y'all at? What? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? That's yeah, broadcasting. Where y'all at? It is good broadcasting. It's Texas. Well, Texas well, born, Texas bred. We are is at we, we Sam be, Pack's Ford Country in Louisville. That's where we bees be in. I bought a car from there once. What's that? I bought a car from there once. You may have bought from them when they were C Sam Sam Fords. Sam Pack's Lee, Lee, Jar- Sam Lee Pack's Jarman's Lee Jarman's five star Ford Country in yeah. Louisville. That's what I bought. But they've condensed the name now. They've they've trimmed it down, making it sleek, aerodynamic name of, of Sam Pack's Ford Country. Perfect. That's, yeah, that's Tony good, Fuentes did that himself, as a matter of fact. Good He's for him. Hope he, got a, hope he got a bonus out of it. All right, so, Gordon, you bought a couple of apartments in your life. I don't know why you buy them since you, when you live in them, you only rent them in Arlington, but I want to run this past you. If you're buying a place... I don't recall me ever buying apartments, but go ahead. Well, I'm trying to keep up your bit of living in an apartment in Arlington. Well, I do. I do. That facade going. Yeah. Okay, so if you buy a place, uh-huh. do you think the seller is obligated to tell you if somebody has been murdered, somebody committed suicide, or somebody died of AIDS in that property? They are. Uh, a they murder. have to tell you if someone has been killed on the property. They don't have to tell you if someone has died of natural causes there. Or suicide, even? Okay. I don't think ha- they have to tell you if there's a suicide on the property. I think but they do murder. have to tell you. Do they really have to tell you if somebody's been murdered in the house? Yes, I think that's no. I think that's documented. I think the real. No, you knows. don't. I don't think you do. I asked my brother's real estate appraiser, and he was saying that since Texas is a non-disclosure state, morally you're probably no, it's a bound community to do property it. state. <clears throat> but, yeah, but you well, still have to disclose to your spouse if you've committed suicide. Money <laughs> <laughs> evident, but I don't know because Craig brought up a point where somebody was going to sell a car. Where somebody died, and in well, he got murdered in the car or something like that. He just died, and they didn't find him for a week. Didn't find him think, for a week. Yeah, I don't think you have to disclose that. Even if there's rotted person in the driver's seat. Well, you know, like uh, what a body does after it dies, it liquefies. The you know, we're seventy percent liquid and water, right? And sebaceous fluid and all that kind of stuff. Mm, sebaceous. Well, uh, yeah, mm. if you die in a car, then you soak into the seat. I mean, you basically merge into the seat. So yep. I would think if you sit down and the driver's seat is kind of a gel seat, but the other one's just a normal cloth seat. But, and, but let's say you get it detailed, but you don't tell the person. And they if find you're a buying a house, the- don't you want to know? Let's say you're buying a house, though. Don't you want to know if something happened to that house? Like, let's say you move in. The next-door neighbor goes, hey, I can't believe somebody finally bought this house. been like three years on the market. Did they tell you that somebody got... Axed in there about three years ago. Well, they're telling you they have, have to disclose that. Well, there, there's a no, friend they of don't. ours. You don't. They don't. There's they don't no have law. to disclose that, which That's is amazing. We, we argued about it yesterday. It's probably bad form not telling somebody, but it's not against the law. Well, there, there's a friend of Questionable. ours. I question you on that. There, there's a friend of ours. I double your question on that. <laughs> there's a friend of ours who lives in North Dallas, and there's a house that is across the street from him that. I believe it's been on the market a couple of times, and they can't, they can't sell it because the old lady who lived there committed suicide in the garage, like, you know, carbon monoxide. Uh-huh. And so I guess that, 
<clears throat> maybe they weren't required, but they have been disclosing that fact, and nobody will buy it. I think you, ha you yeah, it's like a wood-burning fireplace, built-ins, suicide, suicide living room. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to put it in the features room. and amenities of the, of the home. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> See, I'm not 100% that you don't have to. I was wondering, maybe there's a couple callers back there, but I would sure want to know. I would certainly want to know if I was buying a property that somebody had hung themselves in the bathroom or whatever. Brain matter so would you in the not buy, shelving. So would you not yeah. buy the house if somebody if you knew somebody was killed in the house? You know what? If, if somebody I think it'd be was bad it's a bad karma home and I would say there's too many other options out there and I think I would probably look elsewhere. What if it was your dream house though? Everything was and perfect. And it was a hundred thousand dollars less than what you were willing to pay. You save a hundred grand. Hmm. You know what? Do you believe in ghosts? If I was if I was young and single, you know, and all that, I probably would. But if you're if you get married and let's say you plan on having kids at some point and then the kids could become possessed with the soul that's floating around <laughs> there and then then it gets weird. Yeah. That's it's definitely a, it's definitely risky. Yeah, but okay, let's see if there's any cars. Just punch somebody up back there. Hi, you're on AM radio. Do you know the answer whether uh, you have to disclose if someone has died violently in a home? Yes, I'm a real estate agent. You have to disclose it if it's for sale, however, not if it's for lease. Oh, interesting. Uh, I just had one where uh, we uh, uh, we sold it to the guy, and it, it significantly uh, re reduced in price, and he wanted to sell it about a year later because he said it was haunted. Really? Sweet. Did, he, did he give any uh, indication as to why? He charged admission. As to, as to why what? Why he thought it why was haunted? Why he killed himself? Oh, well, he knew when he bought the house that there was a murder at the house. Right, but what, what like evidence of haunting did he give? He didn't give any, but the thing is, if he would have just put it up for lease, you know, it's, he wouldn't have to disclose it and he could keep it. I would think... Well, so I then the key is to do the uh, lease to own. No. So you yeah. never had to disclose it until they finally pay you. Well, now, wait a minute. If Texas is a non-disclosure state, how does that fit into all this? Or does it? It might just purely off my mind. I, or out of my rocker. I would imagine, given there's a, there's a certain population of the world, that you get a premium for it. Like the Maybe goth girl. This house is haunted. Out. Yeah, like, this sounds Yeah, just paint all the walls haunted. black and put foil up on the windows. <laughs> yeah. Goth real estate. Every one of our properties has a suicide or murder in it. <laughs> So I wonder at what price, what, at what discount does it make it worthy of honing up? Take saying, a chance. Yeah, well, you know what? I know a house, my friend who buys houses and redoes them and then sells them. I know he Haunts bought them. a property that, that uh, had someone who had, get, was killed Oops. in it. And yeah. he bought it for, I think the property was probably worth about, a, I'd say like 150 He bought it for like 80 hmm. So that's during your half price. Now, yeah. I've also heard that if you if someone dies of AIDS in that house, you also have to disclose that. No, you don't. Because there might be AIDS, like, in the carpet batting. Well, no, because it would it would cause or make a pause for the cause if somebody else wanted to buy that place. If you had two choices on homes, are you going to buy the home? The AIDS home been, or the... The AIDS home the or the non-AIDS non home, you know? Yeah, there's a problem. You know, AIDS, I, what is it? Like a, a colony of AIDS can eat a board foot... Of a, a, a year, I yeah. think. I mean, it'll totally that, ruin the foundation. Yeah. That was fire ants. I think, I think you have AIDS to termites. disclose an AIDS home by writing AIDS and AIDS blood on the front door. 
in reverse and upside down. And again, for, you can probably the get Lord knows to pass over that house <laughs> like red rum. <laughs> Let's take it. Yeah. So, so if but you see, can if you can get a house for half price, if there's been a murder committed in it. Why don't you pick out a house that you really want and then go kill someone in that house and then wait for it to go up on sale? Not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but good, then you'd have to... You know, in, in these days when people are looking for money-saving tips, Dave, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm going to start a, a real estate program, and that's going to be tip number one. Just yes. add that to your MySpace uh, site. Yeah, Dave's real estate money tips. will be... Money tips. If you uh, want to get a new house and you want someone <laughs> murdered, we can do both. Exactly. It's a one-stop shop. The, uh, you know, and Dave, you and I have lived in old neighborhoods. Yes. So there's a good chance that I guarantee someone's died in the houses we've lived in. Probably. Especially if your house was, you know, built in the 20s and 30s when people didn't go to the hospital to yeah, die. Yeah, they just die at home. Hi, you're on Sports Radio I, see, and I, I think that that's true in my house because there's one room in my house where I'm always, every time I go in there, I'm turned what? on. Hi, you're on the ticket. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, calling to say, uh, my house has been murdered in. Um, your house has been murdered in. <laughs> <laughs> so is your English. All right, tell us, uh, yeah, was it your okay. English that was killed? Yeah, okay, no, no, no. Okay. okay, go ahead. Okay, I've had a murder in my house. Uh, we bought the house. They did not disclose it. There's a box that you check. They didn't disclose it on there. We talked to a lawyer. He said, we have a case, but they're not really looked into it further. There's any way he can prove it. Um, so he said, you know, it might not be worth it. There's uh, no way they can prove it. There's no way they can prove that the people knew. Actually, I have the newspaper clippings and the police reports. Uh, wow. The house. So, so how did that change your opinion once you found out? How did you find out that there was that your house was, quote-unquote, murdered in? <laughs> it was um, a neighbor came up and told me, and... Uh, and, you know, I started thinking back and saw stuff that was happened in my house. Stuff uh, stuff have house? to go on top? Like, like uh, you know, seeing stuff move, like, but I didn't really think anything about it, you know, because I didn't believe in ghosts before, but... Like a steak on the counter? You know uh, what, I don't... This is what... Uh, here's the cr stupid thing about it, okay? Hmm. Is that if someone is murdered in a home... And then they tear down that home, and they can resell that property. You don't have to disclose that someone was murdered on the property, just the home. Right. Okay. So if ghosts are so GPS-specific that they haunt a location, <laughs> why don't they end up haunting those new homes? They don't. It's always the old homes that people claim it's in. So I think it's much more in our head than it is unless the ghost having some particular location that they must haunt. Unless they're buried on that property. What happens if the ghost but Every is property you probably ever lived on has had someone or something die on Premium. it, right? Right. Maybe, yeah, maybe like a million years ago. Yeah. That, what happens if the ghost is hot? I then you want the that. haunting. Yeah. I've always Legit. wanted to... You don't like, want it. Like, seek out some sort... Why don't you want that? It, it freaks you out. You get the... Uh, I cover my head with my blanket for about uh, 45 <laughs> minutes. First time I saw him. You've seen like the ghost in your house. I've seen him. My brother's seen him. My wife's seen him. Is he hot? What's it look like? What's it look um, like? He kind of looks like me. Um, like six Casper? Foot, six foot, young, uh, white dude, dark hair, kind of longer hair. He's Sounds pretty hot. Does he talk to he you? Killed? How was he killed? He... Uh, his, they uh, did acid. Him and his friend did acid. Uh, when he saw the exorcist, came home. The friend uh, freaked out and killed him. 
Uh, All right, can you see through this ghost, or is it like Sixth Sense, where you can actually, it looks like a, a live figure? No, it's not live like that. It was kind of hazy. Does he know he's dead? Uh, well, or is it like my, Bruce Willis, where he's like totally flipped out? And no, it was a, it. my crazy neighbor uh, that told me about it. He's lived there, you know, since it happened. And uh, he said uh, that he saw, you know, he's, he always sees him standing outside the garage and that he's waiting there for his friend to come back so I can ask him why he was murdered. Is he a friendly ghost? Actually, he, I think he kind of likes me and my family, but he still messes with me sometimes. Is he still tripping? Huh. Uh, I would imagine so. You know, why not? Needle hanging out of his arm? Yeah. Right well, that's not how you do acid, but... So, or a so whatever. I'm old. <laughs> All right, thanks for calling. Yep. Gosh. I don't know that. that you do acid, no. you stick a needle in your arm. <laughs> hey, why Did not? Did you ever see the uh, Amityville Horror? Was that yeah, the one? Yeah, I've seen that. Was the that blood Jim came out of the toilet and all that? Is that the one where... Um, it's not Amityville Horror? Is that the one where the uh, the woman the woman gets uh, has love with a ghost? What movie was that? That was Ghost. No. <laughs> there was one there was one like early eighties movie where or late seventies where a woman has love with a ghost and you the see fog? like it's kinda hot. You see her skin getting like fingerprints in it, but there's nobody. Oh there. it was uh, Barbara Hershey. Um What movie was that? Eternity or Yeah, I remember that because I was thinking, Wow, how do they make those dimples in her boobs like that? Yeah. What? That was hot. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So, yeah, yeah, if there's, like, a hot female ghost out there, just... Haunt me. Haunt me. Please haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> All okay, right, so, so, yeah, that so the happens. Realtor, did you guys get your question answered? The question was, you do have to... I think Do you so. have to disclose? And he said, yes, you do. You, by law, well, but like I guess you don't. people try and cheat the law all the time. I'm thinking morally you do, but legally... Uh, I, I, does that fall under the title? Title. Like I said when you, you did do title searches... Hmm... Yeah, what? I don't know if it falls in her. You can't go, you know, online and see that. Yeah, like, but, but isn't that what a title search does? Is to make sure everything is free and clear with no ghost, no ghostly leans no, or anything? No deaths? No ghostly lean? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, is that considered cheating if you if you have relations with a ghost? No. Why not? Don't you have that with your wife, the ghost clause? It's all intent. <laughs> but you're allowed to if it's a ghost? <laughs> Because it's not—it's an apparition. It's not in this plane. Hmm. I mean, maybe in the fourth dimension, it's cheating. But I guess it's when you do I mean, your we vows in the fourth dimension. <laughs> Come on. If you do your vows, it's death to you part or from or for eternity. It's a difference, doesn't it? What if you just have back love with the ghost? I don't understand what that means. I don't either. It's not cheating according to my God. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Dave. Well. All right, well, we got to tell you, we got big things coming up today. We need to get moving. All Thanks right, for boys. sticking around, T-Box, on the phone even. Oh, hey. Technical difficulties, huh? Nah, oh, they're on the just... phone? That's not just our fold-back? No, it was, we were on the phone for about the first hour. Oh, hour are you guys so. back on uh, regular transmission? Yes. We are oh, Okay. We're confused. Bigger we're better. so confused. Bigger we're here using the phone. All right, thanks, guys. Right, boys. Take care. Toodles. It's 11, ah. It's 10.15 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Oh, God. Coming up next, the rant. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTTK Sanger.
the student of evil. He's the station dancer. He's the devil's own. <laughs> at Sam Pack's Ford Country, we're uh, in Louisville, Texas, right off of 35. It's the Valley Ridge exit. We're going to be here until noon today. Stop by and see my broadcast partner, Dave Lane. Say hello, hello, Dave. Good morning. Hey, and just one Gen tip for people Dave coming out here. And I'm going to be Gordon Keith today. Uh, if you're Gordon going northbound Keith. on 35... There's Go like, northbound real hard. There's uh, like, there's Sam Packs, like south of Valley Ridge, and then there's another building north of Valley Ridge, and we're, we're in the, the north. north. We're in the northerly building. So come out here and see us. It's the Valley Ridge exit off of 35 Sam Packs Ford Country. You can register to win ticket T-shirts, tickets to the U.S. versus Guatemala soccer game. I'll be there. Copies of Doom. Did you know we had that? I didn't. It, I think it's the novelization of Doom. I don't no, know I think it's, it's the, the game. DVD. Oh, it is. Okay. With The Rock. Featuring The Rock. Yes, you're right, on DVD. The DVD comes armed with an arsenal of extras. He's the people's eyebrow, you know. Including, that's a funny nickname, by the way. That was, that made me laugh <laughs> when I found out that he called himself the people's eyebrow. <laughs> it's funny. He's, you know, he's uh -oh, trying. Oh, man, <clears throat> he's having hot sports opinions. He's trying to, uh, like divest himself of the rock nickname i think the last movie he was in he started going by his like like his actual name with like the rock in quotations in the uh -huh. middle yeah he's making the transition yeah he wants to be a serious actor now we have uh ticket chicks mandy and do we have our other ticket chick yeah she showed up hey. Hi, we got two great ticket chicks for you and guess what guess what we're here for this well, is pretty what exciting. was that what i say guess what <laughs> oh well you know you know that I have, like, a horrible list that I have to... Oh, you're still on therapy? Well, no, I, when I get on the air, I don't do it. Oh. You know, I have to concentrate, and, okay, I'm not going to do the list. I'm not going to talk so effeminately and, and lilting, so... And, but every once in a while, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really think about it, and all of a sudden, my list comes back. Mm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you out on it. No, that's all right. I mean, I understand. It's a little shocking for people. Uh, we're out here for the Louisville Police Department. Now, why are they out here? Um... Casing me out? No. I'm going to tell you. Because they are recruiting guys. I think it's a big guy station. Yeah. And I know a lot of guys who are like, man, I've always thought about being a police officer. Well, if you're dissatisfied with your career right now and you always kind of wanted to be a police officer, come, officer, <laughs> come on out here and talk to these, uh, these police officers they have out here. They're out here recruiting. Starting salary. You know what the starting salary is for a police officer? In Louisville? Yeah. Uh, 45? That's right. I oh, guess. I didn't really even look. A little bit over 45, 45,203. That's not bad. If you, I mean, if you are dissatisfied, like you said, with your job and you're thinking, how can I give back to the community? How can I get a career instead of just a job? How can I be someone yeah. other than this, this mind-numbing, soul-draining job that I have in corporate America? Be a police officer. Right. Uh, the pay increases to forty six nine ninety six, almost forty seven thousand dollars after completing field training, with increases through a step plan to almost fifty five thousand. So I mean, you make good money. Incentive pay is available, fifty dollars per month bilingual pay if you can qualify for that. Wow! And there's no maximum age requirement. If you pass, you play. So this is pretty good uh, stuff out here. So if you ever thought about becoming a police officer, come on out here to Sam Pax Ford Country. 
in Louisville and where you can talk to the Louisville Police Department. They're recruiting out here. And thank them for having us out here. Okay. And there's so much information I can't even get to about being a police officer. All right, David. It's time to do a sports broadcast. Yes. Did you see the Grammys? No. Really? I forgot that they were on. I don't, uh, I don't really care about the Grammys. All right. Now, this is odd to me because you're one of those... Uh, you have attached yourself to music very much. Yes, I, I enjoy you my music. You love the music. Mm-hmm. And the Grammys <clears throat> are the biggest award ceremony there is for music. But are but, they relevant anymore? Well, Does I anyone knew, really care? I knew this is what you were going to get to, that, well, they're popular, therefore I hate them. No, I mean, I think even people who like the kind of music that is represented by the Grammys... I mean, American Idol beat the Grammys in the ratings. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you think that the Grammys are too popular for you to like, too mainstream, you can like them again now. Because they're the underdog? They're the underdog now. But the kind of music that I like is is underrepresented in the Grammys. All right, well, a couple things with the Grammys. Of course, you had old stalwart acts like U2 and McCartney was nominated. And then, you know, there's a lot of stuff that... I know you, and I don't think you'd be too into John Legend and all these other people. Right. But now that you don't think that Kanye West Gold Digger song is a good song? Oh yeah, I, I, you know, I am not like totally up to speed with Kanye West, but I definitely dig what I've heard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something that I would I like you using the verb dig. So, yeah, you know, you get, it's hip. You're, you're hip. Yeah. You're hip yeah. with the black community there. But it's, it, I, you know, I'll admit it's probably not something that I would ever you know, download into my iPod, uh-huh. but it, it's not a punch out for me. I mean, I, I, I can, I can hang with it. So that was good. Keen was nominated for something. Yeah. Best new artist or something. Yeah. I'm kind of down on Keen. Why? They've only had one album. What new stuff are you down on? No, no, no. I just kind of burned myself out on them and I've, I've seen them live, I guess like two or three times now. And the last time I saw them, the, the singer was just so cheesy and gay and it <laughs> what was he doing i don't know he just he's kind of doughy but he wears really tight clothes and he gets down on his knee and sings to girls in the front row and uh, i they're a band that from this point forward i'm just going to appreciate their albums and i'm never going to go see them again live because they're better in the studio than they are live that's just my opinion. I don't think there's too much you can do live if you only got three people up there on stage. They, I mean, they have a full sound for just being three people. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm done seeing King live. Well, the only reason I mentioned that is because I knew that was one artist that you even handed off to me. I said, hey, listen to this. It's pretty melodic. You'll like this. Yeah. Um, not saying that the but hippest the big, of the But the big winner hits. was U2, right? Yeah. And I, that album was very subpar to me. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't even as good as... Uh, all that you... I know, all that you can't leave, leave behind. Well, you know, leave behind and stuff. So, no one watches the Grammys. I watched the Grammys, but I was shocked to find out that American Idol beats the Grammys. That these amateurs trying to aspire to be Kelly Clarkson, they beat the show that has all these superstars doing superstar mashups. Right. You know? You had so much star power over at the Grammys, but people wanted to see amateurs. It's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on because I used to think... Remember when I told you when all the boy bands came out in sync, 98 Degrees, and everybody was liking them, and I always thought that 
Remember I told you, I thought at first, oh, this must be ironic that everyone kind of likes them. It's like we like them with a wink. Right. But then, no, people just really liked them. Uh-huh. Well, I thought that would be the same for American Idol when it came out. I thought that everybody, okay, it's it's a competition. It's kind of fun to watch, you know, see who's going to win. And, and competitions are always, well, hold your interest in that way. But it's not like these are going to be real musical acts that will end up buying their albums. Kelly Clarkson wins two Grammys. Now, granted, she has a great voice. Yeah, she really she's does. talented, and she's tried to distance from Idol. They kind of slapped her wrist and said, you know, well, we, we helped make you, so you might want to pay a little bit more respect. But isn't it sorry she doesn't even thank American Idol? Yeah, it is sorry. She needs to, you know, be thankful for all she's gotten because of that show. Yeah. You know, she kind of has the attitude of, well, yeah, they helped me get here, but I was going to get here no matter what. Right. But, I, you know, there are so many people out That's there. That's the attitude I have towards the ticket, by the way. <laughs> that you would have gotten here anyway. Yeah, I will never mention the ticket in any acceptance speech. But, I mean, there are so many talented singers out there that never have the opportunity. You know, it, it, it's all lightning striking and being in the right place in the right time for you to get that kind of career. So there was no guarantee. She could have been the best singer in the world. There's no guarantee that she was ever going to get a record deal. So she needs to be a little bit more grateful. I do take up with Simon Cowell and the American Idol people on that one. And I said this on the morning show. I'll say it again here. Paul McCartney just needs to give it up. He is a fuddy-duddy, isn't he? <laughs> He's I mean, so tragically unhip. At least, you know, I, Mick and Keith are kind of painful to look at, but they at least still have the swagger of rock stars. But... Paul is just such Paul, a dork. Yeah, Paul is like your uh, your your uncle from, you know, the Ivy League that's coming to visit you, and he wants to play his little fiddle bass for you. Yeah, or he's he's doing a little karaoke at the you know the family reunion. Dang. Well, I hate that you missed the Grammys, Dave. I thought Madonna looked good. I got some emails saying she didn't look good, but I thought she looked real good. For 78. I, I haven't seen, I haven't even seen pictures of her. All right, coming up next, we're going to get real sporty because the Olympics kicked yes. off last night. And we have to talk about that. We're in the middle of Olympic fever next. On AM. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 1043 on Sports Radio 1310. ticket. I'm sorry, what did you call me? That was the name of one of the chicks on the Swedish team. Is what? Asserholt. We are at Sam Pax Ford Country in Louisville. Exit Valley Ridge off of 35. Stop by and see us. If you've ever thought about becoming a police officer, now's the day to talk about it. Because we've got the Louisville Police Department out here. And they are recruiting. And uh, a lot of guys listen to the ticket. A lot of guys want to be police officers. This is your day. This is the... The thing that's speaking to your soul. So yes. This is the time. There's Starting never salary, been a better time to get into the world of police officering. Starting salary of uh, over $45,000, you know, with uh, increased training, you step up to close to $55,000, and it's a good job. It's a good job. Good Stop job. out here and talk to the police officers. We're watching women's Olympic ice hockey, and can I just say that they're terrible? Would you stop it? Why do you bag on girls so much? Some of the worst hockey ever on television. I love girls. Speaking of loving girls, Mandy, the ticket chick's out here, whom I love. Yeah, and we have, uh, is that Allie? Okay, we she, don't know Allie. He loves you. I love you, and he loves Mandy. Yeah. What do you think about that? Let us hear from you, ladies. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, 
So that's the story there. So we talked about the Grammys. Now, the Olympics kicked off last night. Yes, the opening ceremonies. Did you watch them? Uh, is it? I think I've seen it before. Is that the one where Muhammad Ali comes out and he's shaking and he lights the thing? And no, that was, at, that was at Salt Lake City. Oh. That was the last Winter Games. Oh. It, it, it wasn't the same exact thing, but it was close. Okay, tell me what I missed. Um, you missed a bunch of people in different colored capes forming a giant uh, ski jumper. It was kind of cool, actually, because they like uh, they were all moving in unison. You know, I want to start wearing a cape. I think that is an underused fashion. A cape. Really? Yeah. Like, what kind of cape? What material are you going to go well, with? Well, you know, I don't know. People used to wear capes because, did they keep you warm, I guess? Yeah. Because it was like an optional coat. You could either put it around you or just leave it on your back. Yeah, I think maybe it was also like a, a layer of protection over your clothing uh-huh. and the elements. But like the outfit I'm wearing today, you know, I'm just wearing my stupid light jacket and jeans. And But can you wear a cape with this outfit? No. You can't pull off a cape look with it? No. I just think it'd be neat to wear a cape. Haven't you always been fascinated by capes? Some of them I think have the, the ability to fly and I think some of them have anvils behind them. I think the only way that you can pull off a cape is if you're, like, totally gothed out or totally, like, countryed out. You mean, like, cowboy boots and jeans? Yeah, like cape? you look like you're stepping out of Young Guns, the movie. Yeah. Those are the only looks that, that All right. can well, I don't want to go be with compatible with look. capes. So maybe I should go with the goth look. Get me a, a cane with a silver ball on the end of it and a... A dragon ring on my pinky that yeah. has, that comes to a needle point, and uh, black nail polish. Yeah, that'll. I mean, you have to look the part if you're going to start your goth real estate and wear company. The, wear the little round sunglasses at night, the John Lennon glasses, but they're they got like purple lenses. Purple lenses in them. Yeah, and then the big uh, ten gallon hat or whatever that is that they the top hat, the, the stovepipe hat. hat. Yeah. So you. I've would, always loved the the. So goth you would look. you would look. Uh, Kind of like Gary Oldman in that... What movie was that? Yeah, what movie was that? When he was a vampire? Was that uh, JFK? Yeah, that's what it was. I thought that was an odd choice, him portraying <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> as a vampire. <laughs> so the, the opening ceremonies, it, you know, it, it's, it's so dumb. Uh-huh. You know, they have these uh, dance numbers, and... I feel so bad for, you know, how Bob Costas was basically bitching and moaning in public all week about having to do the opening ceremonies. And then at the last minute, uh, they pulled Katie Couric and put in Brian Williams. So it was Brian Williams and Bob Costas well, having to... Which one to was blown up? I thought Brian Williams was blown up. Who was blown up? What do you mean? It was a news anchor blown up. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Brian Williams. It was the, the ABC dude. Oh. All right, no loss. The, yeah, the guy, the creepy-looking guy. All right, go ahead. So, yeah, they have some song and dance numbers. Um, and then the athletes come out. And that's always kind of neat, you know, to see all the countries that are represented. And, you know, they always show their population and the number of athletes. And it's always fun to kind of predict how many athletes, you know, like uh, Senegal has in the Winter Olympics. I think how many? They, I think they had one. Um, it's one too many. Yeah. But, you know, and then 
poor Costas and Brian Williams just have to vamp. It's like parade coverage. You know, they just have their notes for each country, and, you know, they're trying to sound interested. There was one interesting note. There's evidently some German athlete that, whose nickname is the Flying White Sausage. Not sure what that means. Hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I, then I lost interest and I tuned out. And the weird thing is, I don't, is, is Italy so behind the times in popular music? Because all the music that they <laughs> were playing over the athletes coming in was all like late 70s, early 80s disco. It was all like Donna Summer and... Yeah, I think uh, they're just a little behind. And uh, so Who was the star athlete that came out and lit the thing up? I didn't see that. I didn't see the lighting of the torch. I, I gave up on it and tuned in the stars and the Mavericks. So it could have been Muhammad Ali again. It could have been. Now, did the... Did the uh, I'm, sh I'm assuming that the star wore the Shroud of Turin. Like they pulled that out, you know, for the ceremony. That they dressed somebody up as Jesus and put the Shroud of Turin over him? And had him come out and kind of haunt the ceremony. And then While he, he just, played Monster Mash, he kind of walked out there and <laughs> staggered stagger legs. He lifted up a craggy finger and pointed and then, at the Olympic torch. And, and it, it just <clears throat> exploded into yeah. flames. Instead of like an archer with a flaming arrow, he just pointed at it. Well, what, don't you think they would have to do some sort of shroud tie-in? I mean, that's what that city's known for, right? I guess. I, th I thought it was, is it not the Shroud of Torino? I thought we call it Turin. The Italians call it Torino. Right. That's the name of the city. That's like in every guidebook. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that, yeah, you know, we went over to uh, Italy and we couldn't find Florence. But it's Firenze is the way it's like spelled out everywhere. Huh. But no one ever tells you that it's the same city. So you it's should do an incredibly different name. You should do a little research is what you're saying? Yeah. Learn what things are pronounced over there. Mm -hmm. All right, so was it a boom or bust? I don't know. I mean, I think, I think opening ceremonies are for chicks. It's, yeah, I mean, like Just I like said. like tricks it's, are for kids. It's, it's like a parade, you know, it's parade coverage. So the same kind of people that would be glued to the set for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or were glued to the set for the opening ceremonies last night. All right, thanks for that sports coverage, David. Thank you. Uh, now, coming up next is a perfect rant story. It's the 37-pound woman that gave birth to a baby. Verbal warfare with local team owners today at noon on the Dale Hansen Hour. Now more Norm Hiskus on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. We're back, David. Take over. What, what the hell time is it? It's 10.57 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant and Gordon finishing his burrito. We are at Sam Pax Ford Country in Louisville. It's the Valley Ridge exit off 35. And uh, we are just north of Valley Ridge. And we're out here for the Louisville Police Department. They are recruiting <clears throat> men and women today, as we've been told. There's a female officer who is bowing up to us, and I'm pretty sure she could have taken both of us out within about 10 seconds. It was very intimidating. She came walking up to our broadcast booth and unsnapped as she walked up to us. So she um, had her gun at the ready. She did. She just kind of, you know, had 
the quiver hand like they have in the Old West, getting ready, keeping that hand warm. Keeping the trigger finger limber. Uh-huh. All right, so, yeah, so if you've ever thought about becoming a police officer and you're a man or a woman or you're both, if you're a hermaphrodite. Yeah. Or you're a pre-op either way. Pre-op tranny, that's fine, too. Louisville Police Department wants to talk to you here at Sam Pax Ford Country. And even if you don't want to be a police officer, you can come out here and you can buy a Ford. And if you're not in the market for a vehicle, you can come out here and get some free lunch because we just got Chipotle de- delivered. Well, we have 75 Chipotle burritos that were delivered. And they're all going to go in the trash because we're not going to give them to homeless. So come out here oh my and gosh. get yourself David. some free lunch. Why aren't we allowed to give them to homeless? Because there aren't any in Louisville. They ship them all down to downtown Dallas? Yep. They're all, they're all living behind City Hall. All right, David. <coughs> this, yes, sir. This woman actually reproduced. Which woman? Her name is Aloisa Vasquez. Vasquez Yuck. Vasquez. How do you say it? Vasquez. She has given birth, although she only weighs 37 pounds. A grown human weighs 37 pounds. I wouldn't call her grown, but... Let's see. Is there a picture? She stopped growing at some point. Yeah, there she is. She's in some little wheelchair. Does she have legs? I don't know. She looks... Kind of like, um, she has like a chimpanzee build. Like she's got a really compact torso and then long monkey arms. So like her husband always says, right turn, Eloisa. <laughs> and then she punches out the guy next to her. Mm-hmm. Or is it left turn? I don't even remember. So she has some kind of weird disease that makes it where her bones are just kind of mush. So what? she doesn't really grow. It's called osteogenesis screw-upsa or something like that. That doesn't sound very clinical. Well, I'm making it up. Oh, no, it's osteobrittle that a muscle move could break them. She weighs 37 pounds, has depended on a wheelchair since she was 10, um, and she had two miscarriages. She wanted to have a baby. Why? Two miscarriages, and then finally she was able to have this baby. They had to deliver it early because... The baby was so big in her little monkey build that they had to go in and take it out. Her monkey womb was stretched to capacity? Yes, it was, David. So, is this genetic? Like, is there a chance that her baby could have genetic monkeyism? Yeah, they tested the baby, and the baby is human. So, it's not going to have the, uh, the long arms that she has. Now, it's actually called... Osteogenesis imperfecta type 3. Yeah. Is that like type herpes, 1 and 2? Simplex 1 and 2, that just affects like your lips? Right. This you affects monkey lips instead of a monkey body? Why, if you're 37 pounds, first of all, she sounds perfect for you. That's about the weight you like your women. Uh-huh. But I, I like them 37 pounds and like 5'10". She's like 3'8". Yeah, she is, uh, how tall does it say she is here? She's somewhere around 3 feet. And her husband looks normal, like a normal dude. All right, so if you're this like guy. Like, he's a grown human. Who's, who, is, any of you guys NASCAR fans? Anyone? Looks like this guy's a Jeff Gordon fan. No, who's number 24? Jeff Gordon, isn't it? Who's, who drives the 24 card? Jeff Gordon. Is that Jeff Gordon? Okay. Yeah, I'm right here, and I keep telling you, it's Jeff Gordon. I didn't know you were an NASCAR fan. I wasn't trusting your I'm judgment. I'm not, I'm not an NASCAR fan. NASCAR. Oh. 
So uh, a Jeff Gordon fan impregnated this little troll. Don't call her a troll. Well, she does look like she's from Middle Earth. She does. She, her face, if you paste it on a beard, she would look like the dwarf in Lord of the Rings. Well, she is now a proud mother of this baby boy. And if how can she care for the boy when even moving her arm may cause it to break? This is what look I don't at, understand. Uh, Something's uh, irresponsible about this. Are all these tubes going to the baby or to her? I think to her. This is what pumps the monkey blood through her. So she has a baboon heart strapped to the back of her chair? An external baboon heart. Yeah, and it's just so disturbing. It's in today's Dallas Morning News. You want to take a look at the picture. But I think this guy ought to be arrested for being some sort of pervert. He has a fetish for monkey women. Uh, she's not a monkey woman. But how can he look at that and work it up? How did they meet? I mean, did he see her out at, like, the candle room and... She's kind of dancing her wheelchair kind of yeah. back and forth, just left and right. Kind of spinning in a circle. Ask if then he, he goes, man, ask if he I'm going to tag that. And so he goes up there. And her a hollowed out coconut with some liquor in it. I'm the only one that supports this woman and her right to choose to reproduce. It's not a right. It shouldn't be a right. To reproduce? Yeah. What do you mean? Shouldn't be a right. What is it, then? Uh, it's a privilege. It's a privilege to be able to bring a life into the world. Well, who do you think should not be allowed to reproduce? People like that. Why do you have such hate in your eyes when you say that? <laughs> Sorry, I snotted on myself. She's 37 pounds. <sighs> Spinner, I mean... There is one, I guess, positive side. What do you, what do you mean spin. by that? In her chair, she can spin around and do tricks. That's what I'm saying. Well, she can't spin herself. You're gonna have to do the work. Like when you're done, I guess you just just kind of swipe her across the room. <laughs> well, she's 37 pounds. She kind of hits the wall and splats, and then slowly slides down. She's 37 pounds, so you might could just launch her into the ceiling fan. Uh, that's got to be what this guy does. If she gets in the way, certainly, you know, it's like a dog. You just kind of punt him. Come on, I'm trying to leave, okay? She's Something like, underfoot. She, she's like one of those little, uh, little monkeys, like the rubber monkeys that you would get wet and throw against the glass, and then they watch would them tumble, tumble down. down the wall. Yeah. I wonder if he ever hands her a couple symbols and watches her go at it. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so I thought this was an odd story. Uh... Once again, Dave mentioned, as Dave says, that it shouldn't be a right, it should be a privilege. And if you were dispensing the privileges, would you say that a mother who is in such peril health-wise, do you think she is able to take care of this baby? There's no way. She properly mother this baby. There's no way she can care for that child. She can't even care for herself. And then this father, you can't trust the baby with him. This guy's a perv. Why, because he's a NASCAR fan? Yes. So, I mean, it's just a mess of a story. <laughs> well, good thing they live in Palo Alto, California. We don't have to look at them. You are just mean, dude. I think that this woman has the right to reproduce and to have this baby. I, I'm against you on this, David. Uh, okay, coming up next, did you see where the sad death in the world of television, a pioneer, 
A Some, true pioneer of the medium has passed. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, but it's not somebody that's so old that you never heard of them. Okay. All right. Talk about it next. Lighten up, Gordon. I'm in love with you. Huh. 11.15 on Sports... 11.13, sorry. Sports Radio 13. 10 the ticket. The ticket out at... Sam Pax, Ford Country in Louisville, and we are recruiting people for the Louisville Police Department. You can have a starting salary of $45,000, increases up to $55,000 with training and, you know, increase in pay and so on. It's a good deal. If you ever thought about being a police officer, now's the day to come out here and ask the questions and enjoy the ticket and maybe get yourself a ticket t-shirt. We've got free Chipotle burritos here. We're on 35. It's the Valley Ridge exit off of 35 here in Louisville. Stop just, by and see Just us. north of Valley Ridge. Did you see who else has baby <clears throat> up in her? Uh, no. Elizabeth Vargas. Oh, the uh, brand new anchor on uh, ABC, right? Yes. She, um, you know, and she's with that guy who got shot in the head, singer-songwriter Mark Cohen. What? Who? Mark Cohen? Cohen? How did he get shot in the head? I don't know, he's in a van, in a parking garage, and somebody tried to carjack him and shot him and shot him in the head. Is he all right? No, he's in a wheelchair. He's got monkey arms. No, I think he's fine. Okay. He's fine. Yeah. Right. Good. So that's just a little little quick hit for you. So as soon as she gets the uh, plum job, then she gets knocked up, so she'll have to go on maternity leave for like six months. Right. And, yeah. Meanwhile, the other a ABC anchor just got blowed up, so he's out. Yeah. So they're going to have to totally revamp their newscast, because... They can't have a big, fat, pregnant girl and guy with half a face doing the news. See, I think that would be a good ratings getter. <laughs> I think that that would... That'd be, I mean, wouldn't you tune in <laughs> to see, see half face and round belly? <laughs> and I think that she ought to always have to do the show in, like, a, just a sports bra where you can see the, the kid, you know, <laughs> pressing the walls of the... Yeah, they should have her belly backlit so you can see the fetus yeah, just moving around. <laughs> just have it moving around in there like a mutant. Uh, okay, notable death in the world of television. Yes. I know you, you promoted you this, this. You promoted this as a, a trailblazing figure in the world of television. So who is it? All right, let me ask our fine P1s who have assembled here to watch the rant. Performance magic live. <laughs> yeah, it is magic, isn't it? What was the first documented television case of jungle fever? What? The Jeffersons. Very good. And one of them was Roxy Roker. Yeah. That was the uh, the female, the black female, played by Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz's mom. Oh. And uh, the guy was a guy named Franklin Cover, who was the whitest man in America. He's Tom Willis. That was his character's name, right? Tom yeah, Willis? Yeah, Tom Willis was the character's name. And he was just so white and big and nerdy and goofy. And they were a very odd couple. Incredibly odd couple. Well, he, that, being with a black woman, has killed him. It eventually killed him. What did he, he, did he, what did he really die of? Uh, died of... Pneumonia. 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 He died of pneumonia at the age of 77. He was 77? Yeah. Yes. Said he made numerous appearances on the Jackie Gleason show, All in the Family, Who's the Boss, Will and Grace. 
living single, mad about you, and ER. Did you know he was in any of that stuff? No. I mean, he must have been like a professional walk-on performer after the Jeffersons. Just like a bit part, you know, one episode and he's out. You know, I loved the Jeffersons. Probably my favorite show when I was a kid. I used to love the Jeffersons. And I don't even know if I even saw it first run. It seemed like it was on during the day. And I'd watch the reruns one summer and I just loved it. I loved I just, Sherman Helmsley. But I never believed either of those marriages. Sherman Helmsley was all small and diminutive. And then... Uh, Weezy. his wife, Leona Helmsley. Yeah, Wheezy. Who plays his wife. <laughs> it wasn't Leona Helmsley. <laughs> uh, she was all heavy set and just had those... George! George! Had cancer voice yeah. and the big Volkswagens for boobs on her chest. Didn't she have like a growth on her face too? That's Aaron Neville. Oh. But he's built similarly. Uh, and then the, then the Helen and Tom, which... Okay, Helen's a thin, you know... Black woman and attractive. She's gonna hook up with that. Yeah, I mean, I guess she she was kind of uh, she was kind of white bread and prim and proper. You're calling her a sellout. Yeah, maybe. She well, was, anyway, she wasn't keeping it real. That's for sure. Franklin Cover, dead at the age of 77, uh, finally succumbing to jungle fever. You remember? I think it was like on Channel 21. Back in, uh, you know, the 80s, I guess, when we were kids, that they had, like, um, every day after school, it seemed like, they had, like, a block of the, you know, 70s, you know, the black sitcoms. They had Jefferson's, and they had... Uh, good Times? What, good Times and What's Happening, like, all in a row. Am I imagining that, or did they really do that? They probably really did that. But I think the one that I always gravitated to was the worst of all of them. I always watched What's Happening. With Raj and Raj Rerun and Rerun. Yeah. That was the worst show ever. Horrible. But, but for some reason, that was the one I watched. I used to watch it, too. And Raj always made me feel uncomfortable with his horn-rimmed glasses. and He weighed he, like 37 he, Yeah, he looked like a Q-tip. And, and Rerun was just so obnoxious. Oh, I know. And his, his hats. His hats were stupid and looked like he had to lift up his mammaries and scrub with a sponge on a stick up under him. He creeped Is me he out. dead? And then, and then Is Mama, Rerun dead? You know who was real creepy was Mama. Yeah, she, she was, was that comedian, wasn't she? No, no, you're thinking of um, Shirley Hemphill, who was the waitress friend. Oh, of yeah, but it was the same show, right? Yeah, same yeah. show. Mama was the poster woman for diabetes. Just a huge woman. And she eventually did get her legs sawed off and grew a beard. She grew like this gray beard. I swear I saw this. It was like in a where are they now kind of thing. She started driving Miss Daisy, didn't she? No, you're thinking of Morgan Freeman. Oh. He still had his legs. He had three legs, as a matter of fact. No, but th th so they do this thing with Mama, and they show her in a wheelchair. She had both her legs sawed off due to diabetes. And the strangest thing that they didn't mention, and just we we're all supposed to pretend like it wasn't there, was her beard. She had facial hair that had turned gray. And they didn't do anything to darken it for this interview. They didn't put any makeup on her? No. So, so is that a, is that a side effect of diabetes? Graybeard? Yeah. I don't know. It could be. Anyway, what were we talking about? 
I don't know. What's Shirley happening? Hemphill? Jefferson's. Yeah. What was the other show? Oh, uh, uh, Good Times. Good Times. I used to love Good Times. I too. never got into Good Times. Although I was always uncomfortable with the impending violence that James always brought to the show. The father, he was always getting mad at the kids, and that always made me uncomfortable. You know what I think really turned me off from uh, Good Times was it had that the great theme song, but I hated the painting yeah, the during painting the opening credits. Yeah, the painting was real creepy, the weird figures. Yeah. And, but they were so lanky on the painting. They're all like at a jazz club or something, uh -huh. dancing around. I just... I, when I was a kid, that painting creeped me out, and I couldn't watch the show. Well, you don't have to worry about that painting anymore, because Tom Willis is dead. Of jungle fever at the age of 80. Right. All right, coming up next, David, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk to some Louisville police officers, are we not? Yes, we are. We're going to get the... Uh, because this is going to be kind of dangerous for you. Uh, I, Why? I was, well... Why? What are you saying? All right. I, I'm saying you, but I, I mean me. All right, I, I'm, I'm nervous because I thought we were just coming out to a car dealership, so I'm holding right now, to be quite honest with you. Well, you might, during this break, run into the bathroom and flush it. And Dave is a mule right now. Dave, <laughs> yeah. He's doing some muling. I've got about ten condoms in my stomach. Full of heroin, so you could pass these at any moment. So this is really disturbing, and, and before we came here, I cut open your belly and sewed some balloons inside the lining of your stomach. So we'll interview the police, and hopefully they won't pick up on any of this. It's 1122 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. And go. 1132 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant with Gen X Davey and Gordon Keith. We are at Sam Pax Ford Country. In Louisville, Texas. You know where Louisville is, Dave? It's, Very close to Denton. It's north of Dallas, yeah, south of Denton. That's all I know. And we are out here for basically a job fair for the Louisville Police Department. The Louisville Police Department is out here in force. They got their big 30-foot uh, mobile command van. It's out here that has all the technology in it. And they also were kind enough to provide us with... Now, I don't know whether we're about to get a strippogram or, or whether these are real cops. I think this is the chief right here I'm, that we have. I'm pretty sure it's not a stripper. Oh, okay, all right. This is real. Welcome uh, a couple of the Louisville <laughs> policemen, some of their finest. Now, are, are you the chief? I'm one of the assistant chiefs. Assistant chiefs. Well, yeah. who's is, is Kunkel the chief up here, too? Is he? No, he's going to just take Dallas. Is, <laughs> yeah. is Glasscock the chief? Watch your language, no. first of all. No. Okay. What? This is a family environment. Where's Glasscock a chief? Uh, I'm not sure he's a chief anywhere right now. Really? Yeah. He used to be in Plano. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. They ran him out of there for having such a vulgar name. He's a shattered man. <laughs> he is. Uh, that's a good joke, David. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now, what are you guys doing out here? Let me ask you that. Well, our big push today is to try to get another, a few people to come out and, and get information about how to apply to be a police officer in Louisville. We're eight people short, which is pretty significant for our size force, and we're just trying to get some interest going for upcoming tests. We've so got there, there's basically eight current openings. That's right. And if you think that you have what it takes to be a police officer, you've got a pretty good shot of being hired in Louisville. Exactly, exactly. 
So what do you guys do? You're going to have like a combine, you scout the guys out, they have to run the 40, run some tires. <laughs> they have, they to, have to put together an assault rifle in like 30 seconds. Yeah, blindfolded. It's like the Ruby's Cube, you know, they got to do uh -huh. all that stuff in a you know, pretty quick order. Now, we'll have, we do have a battery of tests that Officer, that officer Apple could have to do. Uh, starts with the written test. See, I thought battery was against the law. Now, what, so figure that out for me there. <laughs> What is what is assault and battery? What is the difference between battery and assault? And what about when it involves a broomstick? Uh, that's a <coughs> Haitian immigrant yeah, that's thing a whole, from that's a whole New York. Deal. Yeah, you know, in Texas we don't really have anything like assault and battery. That's a oh, we don't. No, it's assault. Oh, okay. Okay, good. All right, well, good. Yeah, that's, that's one last my, thing uh, my wife can get me yeah, on. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So once they pass the initial test, is there like a police academy that they go to and then yeah. they, there's like a final exam or what? There's like a whole series of tests that they have to go through even, even to be considered. Now, one of the things that we do like to do, if you're already a T-Close certified officer, that means that you've been approved by the state to hold a license. You're like a, a mall officer. cop? Well, well, those guys typically aren't T-Close certified. But hmm. if you've been a police officer before, losers, elsewhere then, in Texas. Right? No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Uh, but you guys hate the fake cop. I mean, the guy who the guy who has a little <laughs> little tin badge and yeah, has a holster but nothing in it. Well, we'd like to say there is a marked difference between our officers. Yeah, and a those real guys. officers it's and a fake officer. It's a different job. Yeah, you know, it's a different right. job. The guys that run around in the 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 Crown Victorias with no lights on it and it just says Smith on the side. That's a Smith security Smith guard. security guard. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's not his last name. He's not just. Yeah, I didn't put a decal on there. Okay, now this is Officer McGee is with us as well. And Officer She's the McGee, one who was mad at you earlier. No, she was mad at you. No, she was mad at you. Dave said, he no, said on said the air this. that women should not be police officers. And no. I told him. <laughs> no, you said that. I told him I was highly offended that, by you that. You said that the city of Louisville was looking for men. No, I no. didn't say that, ma'am. We also have women also. Yeah. And what about, like, Dave here, uh, he's adopted. Does that in any way, are you allowed to be a police officer if you're adopted? Yes, you can be adopted and be a police officer. Really? See, I feel yes. you, you all want real humans. But anyway, so, uh, so what about you? What's your history? I mean, here you are. You're an attractive female, and I know you're a singer. So you could have done whatever you wanted to do, and you decided to be a police officer. Did you always feel a calling to go into this business? No, not really. I, before I got hired with Louisville, I worked at an all-male prison. An all-male prison? Yes. Oh, that sounds like Boy. the setup for a movie. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I think I yeah. saw that. Hit the seductive oh. music there. So how long have you been a cop? Uh, almost eight years. And is it okay that I said you're a cop? Is that, yes. Uh, is that derogatory or not? No, that's fine. Okay. But 5-0, like if I said you're 5-0, would that be bad? As long as you don't call me a pig, I'm cool. Okay. All right. So <laughs> is pig the worst insult you can give to a police officer? Do they still not like that, that title? If you want to get beat down by a police officer, you just call him pig? Is that what the... No, we just... That's not a nice word to be referred to. I agree with you. So how Especially you... a female police officer, if, if right. she's sensitive about her weight or something like that, then calling her a pig would be really bad. So how long have you been a pig? Uh, don't ask well, me that. Oh. No, that is a bad term. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Almost eight years. Wow. Eight years. Now, how many people have you shot? None. Put on a demonstration here. Have you Some ever, of these people are not are worthless. But we're still on the air. We're, day's not over yet. Yeah, you know? okay. Have, have you ever discharged your weapon in the line of duty? No. Never. Have no. you drawn it? Yes. You have drawn it? Yes. And who'd you draw it down on? Let, uh, let me guess. It was a shirtless white guy. <laughs> no. Possibly on meth. Yeah. No, actually, it was a bank robber, and he had on a shirt. Really? Yes. What is it with uh, skinny, shirtless white guys that love meth? Why, why is that? Why, what is, what's the deal with that? I don't know. And, and why is it that it seems like uh, 
seems because you know you watch cops and you get so much fun entertainment out of cops, and the the drunk white guy loves to reason and try to get the officer on their right, side. Right, right. Look, I, I'm gonna be honest. I've had a few drinks. I'm gonna be honest about that right now. All right. But now you're not gonna. You don't have to take me to jail. They're always reasoning with you. They're acting like they're on your side, when clearly they're in violation of something or another. So what other things have you noticed out there in the field? As far as what? Well, was we that your was that your scariest moment? The the bank robber. Yes, actually. Yes. The most intense, like when your adrenaline just went through the roof. And yes. And what was that bank robber's name? You know, they always give them cute little names. Was it like the Panty Bandit or Bandit or something like that? No, or? he. Courtney Boredom. Courtney Boredom? Boredom. Boredom. And is he in jail now? No. Actually, he was uh, killed at the Denton County. Oh, course. dear. Oh, he was? Uh-huh. Well, he was a tough judge. No. Oh. Um, there was an incident. I know you guys heard about this. There was an incident where he tried to get one of the bailiff's guns and was... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah, that. You guys heard about it. Him. So, was he now... Speaking of trannies, was he pre-op? What's with the Courtney name? That's not a real guy name, is it? Hey, yes, I know a couple of. You know guys men? named Courtney? Yeah, are they a couple feminine? of males. In no. Yeah, I think they are. <laughs> I think they're hiding something. <laughs> they're from fine. You. No, they're they're good. What about the assistant chief over here? Have you known any transsexuals or pre-ops or no. feminine men? Is it don't no. ask, don't tell in the Louisville Police Department? <laughs> yeah, y'all don't care you know, whether someone's gay, right? We're just looking for qualified individuals who right. want to come out and serve the public. So I know. could come in there throwing confetti and just being gay as a parade, and you would still hire me we if don't I was care. qualified. We don't care. As long as you can do the job, we don't care. Really? Well, that's interesting. Huh. Hmm. I would have thought you would, you know... You don't really want gays. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, come on. I mean, look at Dave. This guy's a gay guy. You want him on your force? The guy listens to Erasure all day. He doesn't have time to fight crime. Is it considered entrapment if you're gay and you lure a gay man into your patrol car like when you're off duty? <laughs> you shouldn't be using your patrol car to date, I think is the point Dave's trying to get yeah, to. Yeah, I think that's probably bad. I think that's bad. That's probably a problem regardless. Right, so how many people are on the Louisville Police Force right now? We're authorized 136, and okay. we're eight short of that. So obviously we're looking to try to get people to come on out today and, you know, see our setup of vehicles and uh -huh. weapons out here and so find it, out more about us. As far as, like, the, the DFW area... Where, where does Louisville rank as far as crime and, and all that kind of stuff? Well, I like think a, crime would be good. You don't need yeah. to do all that kind of well, stuff. Yeah. That was a little vague there. At the yeah, what as, I don't know what other stats we're there like, are. We're like most other suburban cities in the Metroplex. We have a lot of property crime, very low violent crime. A lot of HIV. I noticed I saw in the paper suburbs, <laughs> HIV going up yeah. in the suburbs. Did you see that? You know, yeah, I did. We don't track that. Okay. I <laughs> just didn't know if that was part of the suburb, <laughs> suburb uh, stat you were referring to there. Yeah. But, all right. So, yeah. So, you have a little bit of crime and... Um, that's why you need a little bit of property crime, you mm -hmm. know, very little violent crime, that kind of thing. So, do you guys hate the Flower Mound cops? Yeah, you gotta like have a rivalry? rival. Everybody has a crosstown no. rival. No, we we work very closely with all our neighboring cities. Do you ever like chase a a, a fugitive up to the Flower Mound line and then, then you, you have to break. stop and get brakes. out and kick your tire? And <laughs> dang, dang! I'll get you again, <laughs> Courtney Boredom. <laughs> no. Don't do that. No. no, we keep going. We keep going. Yeah. Do you ever jump any creek beds in your patrol car? Yeah, and hit the Dixie horn. <laughs> No. Don't do that. She, never. She's not going to admit it if she did. Chief. <laughs> no, I've never jumped any creek beds, ever. Yeah. Okay, what about, uh, is there a difference between being a female officer and a male officer as far as driving? Are men, like, uh, typically more aggressive drivers? And women leave their turn signal on, you know, for, you know, five miles? No. <laughs> We're all police officers, so we 
probably about the you same all aggressive. Do, you all have to do a driving test, don't you, and stop for the cone that has the egg on it and not hit it, not run over it? We don't really actually have a driving test, but we go to driving schools. Uh-huh. And you rode the brake a lot, didn't you? No. Why are you having... These are female stereotypes that he's yeah, dealing with here. Yeah, I'm thinking stereotyping here. <laughs> yeah, look at Just this. A what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Just joking around <laughs> with Officer McGee. We're yeah. visiting with a couple of police officers from the Louisville Police Department. They're having a job fair out here today. And although we're having fun with them, they are deadly serious about... Yeah, don't Deadly serious. They, they drew a gun down on someone over here and recruited them. Because they were trying so to... You're going to be a police officer yeah. else. So that's the way they do it here in Louisville. And somebody tried to take two burritos instead of just one. Yeah, they drew down on them, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Okay, so any other information that someone needs to know if they're... Uh, at curious about being a police officer. Uh, the other good thing, too, is all this stuff can be done online. If people are interested in checking us out, they can go to www.cityoflouisville.com, and they can online apply and get all their follow-up information about where to go. Can and they get hired online? They can't really get hired <laughs> online. We're not really? quite there yet. but Just a blind profile? I mean, you just kind of check out their MySpace account and yeah. say, yeah, this guy looks they can good. Do, they can do most of the preliminary things online, though, and that's a, a real convenience for a lot of our applicants. So. Do they have to live in Louisville? Or do you no, don't have to live in Louisville. So you can commute to your work? Absolutely. But, but don't you prefer to be a part of the community when you're, you know... It's an officer in that community? Probably most communities, that would be their preference, is that their police come from the community they serve, but it's not an absolute requirement. We have several officers that don't reside in Louisville, and they commute every day. Now, we've known officers that, you know, I guess you guys have an attractive compensation package, but I guess there are some departments where the pay is maybe less. Oh, and a lot of officers that we know, they, they supplement their income by, you know... Running we're, drugs. We're, no. Well, that one <laughs> officer. Yeah, well, that one officer. Oh, yeah. He was our hookup. Ecstasy. <laughs> LSD. But that, that was PCP. back in the Bolton era, you know? Yeah. Things were a lot wilder back then. Yeah, I did a lot of sheetrock back in those days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Get you an eight ball of sheetrock and have a good Friday night. Yeah. But, you know, doing working a lot of, like, event security or traffic, is there opportunity to do that around here, certainly, too? Certainly. Do you guys do that? Yes. Yeah. We have a great economy around here, too, and so there's lots of need for officers to work security jobs. Is that organized, like, through the department, or is it all just kind of on most, the side? Yeah, or? most of it is. Really? Most of it is, yeah. So people will, like, events or businesses will call the department and say, we need some off-duty officers exactly. for this and this, and you kind of schedule it? We kind of schedule it, let people sign up for it as they need to. So, now, do you get to bring your own weapon when you're a police officer? I mean... Like, if you have a sawed-off... No, we provide all the weapons. Okay, so you have to use a... Because I've always wondered, I always thought it'd be neat to be a cop, but I've always wanted to use knives. I've always wanted to be the knife cop. And so I'd have, you know, an arsenal of various cutlery around my waist. Well, you know, it's dangerous to bring a knife to a gunfight. Is it? Oh, yeah. Now, I've heard that cliche, but I just thought it was a cliche. I didn't know yeah. it was real. No, it's, there's some real realism to that. Because I was at a neighborhood party, and Chief Kunkel came up. I think it had a few in him. And uh, so, and so he was kind of shooting up the place and everything. But he was wearing a sword. Is that common for police officers to wear swords? No, nah, not actually seen that. Okay, so he was just doing a little role-playing, I guess, that we had caught him, right, as he was having fun with his wife or something. I don't I'm know. the admiral, sweetheart. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, uh, thank you guys for coming out here and talking to us and putting up with his nonsense. I apologize for him. Mostly. Yeah. He's Dave. We why, don't you, why don't you give the uh, web address again? And Are you guys out here all day? We're going to be out here until, you know, just shortly after you guys go off the air. We'll stick around as long as people want to come up and talk to us and look at our stuff. Uh, again, the website's www.cityoflouisville.com. What kind of weaponry you got out there? Oh, we've got... Don't tell him, because he's going to want to go look at it after the show. And I We've got rifles and uh, tear gas guns, that kind of thing. Really? What about oh, yeah. some of the, uh, what is it called, less than lethal stuff with Certainly. the sponge rounds and all that kind of thing? Yep, got that. 
We, if really? one, can you shoot you him with that? You guys want to try it out? Will you I would love to shoot him. I'll give like Dave like a 30-second head start here in the parking lot, and you can try to hide behind whatever vehicle you want, and I want to chase you okay. with a non-lethal gun. Because I'm the most dangerous game because I'm a human. Right. Thank you guys for showing up. I appreciate here. it. We, <laughs> we, we also want to thank Sam Pax Forward for helping us out with uh, providing the place and giving us the space. To do now, have you seen the Sam Pack around here? I've never met Sam Pack. I've actually never met Sam, but uh, Tony Fuentes, the general manager, is a good friend of mine. Is ours. he a real guy or is he just like a composite figure they've created? Who's Sam? Yeah. Like, uh, is he like, like Aunt Jemima or Tony Yeah, I think he's like some kind of consultant thing that created him, you know? I don't know. What I, you need is a guy who's <laughs> eight foot tall and wears a cowboy hat and his name's Sam Pack. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I don't but know. But he's a real I guy. I don't know. I've never met him before, so I don't know. Okay. All right, so he's like enough. he's like the Wizard of Oz. We just he's the main guy back over there. Yeah. All right, well, we'll come out and check your weaponry. Right. Officer McGee, you want to sing us out of this? Uh, no, no, thank you. Come on, don't you sing? No. Will you, why is she will so you mace about him? her singing? No, why would you assume will you, that I sing? Will you mace me? Because I swore I heard you singing when you walked up. Oh, she's oh she does have mace. Look at that. Wait, what's the difference? Now, mace is chemical, but pepper spray spray is organic. Is that right? Do you know the difference between those? Have you compared? No, I haven't compared anything. See, because I've had both of them sprayed on me by various women, and I think I prefer pepper spray. Really? Why? Yeah, the because taste, it's organic. The taste is I'm a kind of green harsh, like yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Something environmental. Like yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank y'all. There you go. There's a members of the Louisville Police Department. Come on out here and talk to them. If you get a chance and you ever thought about being a police officer, at least investigate it today. It is uh, 1147 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Coming up next, let's talk about the possible revival of Deep Ellum. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Wondering if it's possible for fat people to go skinny dipping. Eleven fifty-four on Sports Radio thirteen ten the ticket. This is the rant winding down at Sam Pax Ford Country in Louisville off thirty-five at the Valley Ridge exit. Yeah, that's yeah. right, David. And we only have five minutes left in this exciting program uh, on location. Is this the first time the rant's been out this year? No. Oh, it isn't. We did some other stuff. It's some mm. places. Well, I haven't really paid attention to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. There is an institution, a Dallas institution, that went away. Yes. Over, like, in, was it late December? Yeah, I don't think it saw the new year. And it's Club Dada in Deep Ellum. It was the longest continuously open club down there in Deep Ellum. Right. It shuts its doors because it got behind on back taxes. Well, and that's, that's, that's I guess, the main part of the story, but I don't know if you had been there in the past year. But I went there to see some friend's band play like six months ago, and they were out of everything. And they were like running out to the store to get 12 packs of Bud Light. I mean, the bar just had nothing behind the bar. It was really pathetic. So it sounds like it was just mismanaged. Yeah, it was horribly mismanaged. Well, I get an email from a guy I know named Bob who's from Hard Night's Day. Or at least he was. I'm assuming he still is. I guess. And Bob had run some other clubs, too. I think he was involved with Rhythm Room and stuff. So I, I knew him. And uh, he says, hey, listen, we're going to open up Club Dada again. Yeah, and it hits the paper today. It's it hits uh, the paper. It's a cover of the Guide Live section in the morning news. 
So, uh, so they're going to open up Club Dada again, and it's a bunch of you know guys like Bob and musicians and things like that. And I'm hoping this works. I'm hoping Club Dada makes it. Because and, and they're not. It sounds like they're not half-assing it because it says that they're revamping the club's interior and they're trying to book bands already. You know, because I don't. Again, when I went there, the place had fallen into such disrepair. They just they didn't care about the place anymore. They didn't even use, you know, there was that side bar area. They didn't even use that. There was a bar out on the patio that was closed and filled with junk. It, the place, it was such a cool space, but they just let it go to hell. But evidently, they're already working on revamping the interior, and I guess it's going to open end of March, beginning of April. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it's great. The only problem is, is that... People are so adverse to going to Deep Ellum now that well, even Deep Ellum has gotten so much bad press lately that even if Club Dada is the coolest place, will people go there? Well, I will. Well, sure, I'll go too. I'll check it out, especially if they have bands there that I like. They should ask me to help book it. You think? Yeah. What do you know about booking bands? Nothing. Okay. Well, I don't think they're going to hire you, David. Uh, I know. I know good when I hear it. Yeah, they don't want just some judgmental jerk being the guy who books bands. That's all booking agents are. Just going up there and then plugging a band halfway through their set, I don't like you. You're derivative. Booking agents are all judgmental jerks. That's their job. No, they're political jerks. Okay, yeah. That's their job. So well, hopefully uh, Club Dada gets up and going and is a huge success again. I'm assuming they're going to keep the name. Yeah, they, there's a ton of equity in that name. Like you said, it's the longest running club until it closed down in Deep Valley. And what happened with Dada is it sold two years ago. The original owners, uh, the creators of Club Dada, owned it up until like a couple years ago. And then there was the new guy who bought it who just kind of let it ride straight down. So I wonder if the new owners, the new new owners, are going to hire Beard back. Oh, I'm sure they will. He was an institution, and he got written about extensively in the Observer. Yeah. He was the bo- uh, the um, door guy, bodyguard, the, the gruff, the yeah, the gruff doorman, lovable but gruff. Yeah, I would say. So I'm sure they'll hire him back. Well, we'll go down there together. What are you doing tonight, David? I meant to ask you. I was going yeah, well, to invite you. I'm free if you'd like to hang out. Nah, I think I got stuff. Okay, thanks. Anyway. Thank Appreciate you. it. All right, you ready to go to the phone calls for the first time? Yes. Today. 214-787-1310 is our telephone number. We will take your phone calls. For the next minute. For the next minute and minute only. That's all we'll do. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm good, man. I just wanted to, uh, I don't know, to talk a little music this morning. I went down and saw Andy Timmons and uh, Monty Montgomery last night. Yeah, how'd that go? Where was that? It was down in Granada. Oh, yeah, that's a great place. Andy's actually a friend of ours, and he played on my wife's CDs. I've never, re- I've heard of Monty. I've never seen him. I tell you what, this guy's phenomenal, dude. Monty uh, Montgomery. Oh my God. Yeah, I told you, Have he's you an incredible guitarist. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's come up. As a matter of fact, he's come up to the ticket before and played. But he's not still trying to pull off the mohawk, is he? No, you know, and, and uh, yeah, and Gordo uh, was talking the other day about you know him being kind of a cocky, you know, a hole or something. He was actually pretty gracious last night. It was surprising. Well, it, it, it was a great show, man. Andy, Andy performed well, and, and Monty was incredible. And they did. Uh, they actually did Little Wing Henry. All right, I, I thank you, thank Uh-oh. you. I'm getting Uh-oh. tired of your phone call, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Two one four seven eight seven thirteen ten is the number. Hi, you're on the ticket. Good morning, Sweet Gordo. Hey. Good morning, Dave Davy. Hi. Hmm. Hello. Cassidy. Who? Cassidy. Cassidy. Oh, hi, Cassidy. 
Cassidy's in a local band. What's the name of your band? Super String, and I would love to play Dada. I've played many times. Dada's awesome. Okay, Dave. Yeah, I think he's trying to make a play for you. So well, I, I haven't on been now. hired as the booking agent. Oh, you yet. haven't? No. All right, sorry, Cassidy. We can't help you. We need we need uh, hundred bottles of Jaeger backstage and some Halo to kick in. Oh, see, he's yeah. already got his rider. Yeah. When when you're begging to play a place, you can't really have a rider. That's on it. All right, thanks, Cassidy, for your phone Thank call. You. I thought I heard her outro music. I'm not sure. Oh, there it is. Do we know what's coming up next? Is it Ticket Sports Saturday? I think it's, it's Troy Aikman's Olympic coverage extravaganza. It's Troy Aikman from the Pro Bowl talking about the Olympics? I think. I don't know. What do we have coming up? What? Who? Featuring what two teams? So Are you some... on the air, Groobs? Was that on the I air? No, no. No? Groobs, come on the air and tell us what's happening next. NCAA sports, basketball sports. But you don't have any idea which teams are playing. No, and I don't really care either. So that's, that's... Groobs. What? It's not really a good tease.